0: Section 82 of the Wonder Garden. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nemo. The Wonder Garden by Francis Jenkins Olcott. Diving Through the Green Sea Waves. The pearl A drop of rain was falling from forth a summer cloud, it saw the ocean under it roll billows large and loud, and all ashamed and sore dismayed, it whispered Woe is me O Allah I am not what counts one raindrop to the sea But while it mocked and mourned itself For littleness forlorn, Into a seashell's opened lips The drop of rain was born. Where many a day and night it lay, Until at last it grew, A lovely pearl of lucent ray, Faultless in form and hue. From Sadi, translated by Sir Edwin Arnold. Fairy Song full fathom five thy father lies of his bones are coral made those are pearls that were his eyes nothing of him that doth fade but doth suffer a sea change into something rich and strange sea nymphs hourly ring his knell, ding dong hark now i hear them ding dong bell william shakespeare The Fisher Boy, Urashima, Japanese Folk Tale. One day, a fisher boy named Urashima left his little village and went out to fish. He caught a tortoise. Now tortoises are said to live a thousand years. So the kind-hearted boy dropped it back into the sea. Then rebating his hook, he sat patiently waiting for a fish to bite. The sea gently waved his line to and fro. The sun beat down upon his head. He fell asleep. He had not slept long when he heard a voice call, Urashima, Urashima. It was such a sweet, haunting voice that he stood up in his boat and looked about. Swimming near him was the very tortoise he had restored to its watery home. Urashima, said the tortoise, get upon my back. You have been kind to me, so I will take you to the Dragon King's palace. Urashima eagerly stepped onto its back, and away the tortoise glided with tremendous speed through the water. He was amazed to see that his clothes were dry, for not a single drop touched him. As they drew near a magic island, out of the palace of the Dragon King, came red bream, flounders, soles, and cuttlefish. After welcoming Urashima, they escorted him to an inner apartment in which sat the beautiful princess Otohime. She was arrayed in robes of red and gold, which looked like waves with the sunlight on them. Urashima, said she in the same sweet haunting voice that he had heard before, I was the tortoise, who brought you hither. I took that form in order to test your kindness of heart. Because you restored me to the sea, instead of selling me for food, I will reward you. If you wish it, I will become your bride, and you may dwell with me forever in this land of eternal youth and everlasting summer." Urashima joyfully consented and immediately a great troop of fishes appeared, robed in long garments and bearing in their fins coral trays laden with plates of delicious food. The happy pair together took the wedding cup of sake, and, while they drank, some of the fishes played softly. Others sang, and still others, standing on the tips of their gold and silver tails, danced upon the white sand after the wedding festivities were over the princess led urashima out of the palace to show him the marvels of the dragon king's land everywhere around him were trees with emerald leaves and ruby fruits while on all sides of the palace the four seasons spring summer autumn and winter stretched out their wide domains. Looking toward the east, Urashima saw plum and cherry trees in full bloom, with bright-winged butterflies skimming over the blossoms. To the south, all trees were in their summer glory, bees humming and crickets chirping. To the west, the autumn maples were flaming in gold and scarlet, while autumn flowers painted the meadows yellow and purple. But when Arashima looked toward the north, he saw only broad stretches of cold white snow and a mighty lake covered with glistening ice. Now after Arashima had been in the dragon king's palace for three days, he remembered his poor old father and mother and longed to see them. But when he told this to the princess, she wept. Indeed, I must see my old parents, said he. It will be only for a day, after which I will return to you, dear wife of mine. So he pleaded, and when she saw that he was determined to go, she placed in his hand a jewel-set box, saying, Promise me that you will not open this, no matter what happens. So he promised. Then, getting on the back of a large tortoise, he soon found himself in his own village. But everything was changed. His father's cottage was gone. Only the little stream remained. He questioned a strange fisher boy and found that he had been in the Dragon King's palace not three days, but three hundred years his parents were dead, his little house was torn down, his heart was filled with grief and despair. Then he heard the low murmuring of the sea and it seemed to be whispering of the land where spring, summer, autumn, and winter rained eternally, the land where the trees had armole leaves and ruby fruits and where the fishes wore long robes and danced played and sang. He wandered on the shore. He thought that he heard his wife's sweet, haunting voice calling to him from the waves. But no tortoise appeared to carry him to the Dragon King's palace. The box! The box! he cried. Surely it will help me. With eager fingers, he untied the red silk strings that bound the jewel-set box and lifted its cover out rushed a small white cloud that rolled away over the sea and was gone alas urashima's sacred promise was broken his form was changed he was no longer a handsome fisher boy but a gray wrinkled old man he was three hundred years old he staggered forward his white hair and beard blowing in the wind. He looked out at the sea. Then he fell down dead upon the shore. End of section 82